You're listening to the Dear Billionaire Podcast, an honest conversation about attracting and retaining world-class household staff. So whether you're a millionaire or a billionaire, new money or old, if you already have a house manager and estate manager, or you're thinking about hiring one, you'll better understand how to be a good employer to find and retain trusted world-class staff, why you should care more about the people working inside of your home, and how to turn over the reins of management of your most valuable assets. I'm Kelly Ford Dixon. I was an estate manager for some of the wealthiest families in the world and am currently a luxury home management consultant. I'll be sharing some wisdom from other service professionals that may help improve the enjoyment of your amazingly complex life. So hello and welcome. I think one of the kindest things that you can do for your household staff is be very specific about what pleases you, what upsets you, what is annoying to you. All of those things help people understand who you are and what you want from them. On one of my very first days in a new role as an estate manager, I was asked by the principals to ask a four-year household staff veteran to please stop calling the principal Mike. Now, no one had ever corrected him, but the principal said that not even his own mom calls him Mike. He goes by Michael. So if you can imagine, this staff member was mortified. When I told him, which I tried to downplay and just say, ah, you know, no biggie, but he wanted to crawl under a rock. And from then on, it changed the dynamics of how their relationship went. That's not necessarily a bad thing, but it could have been prevented. It could have been done much earlier and would have avoided some awkward moments. The other side of this relationship was they had become chatty in the morning. The staff member would come in and say, hey, Mike, how was your weekend? What'd you do? And then he would expound on his weekend. Now, at first, this ended up being sort of harmless and fun and kind of nice to get to know someone who was new on the property. However, over time, it became a bit of a drag, especially as they started adding other staff members who saw this interaction with the house uh, maintenance technicians, who it was, and felt like they needed to do the same because they didn't want to be left out. They didn't want to seem unfriendly. And yet the principals looked at me and said, they're lovely we're so happy they're here, but we don't want to hear about their weekends anymore. (laughs) We don't want to hear about the drama. We don't want to hear about the behind the scenes. And most of all, we just want to go out and get the newspaper, enjoy our coffee without conversing with anyone. And, And you can imagine that we should all have that same level of privacy, especially in our homes where we have staff. Now, I started 
what I call an employee memorandum of understanding very early in my career due to exactly this. I realized that I was managing multiple staff members, some who had been on board for years and years and years and who knew the principals really well, almost to the level of family members. And then other newer staff member who were coming on board didn't quite know how to interact with the principal, didn't know what to say, didn't know how friendly to be. And they really just wanted to know specifics about how to get this right how to not embarrass themselves. So I started putting together all the little gray areas of things that weren't, um, we call it the, you know, the invisible parts of service, the things that people just don't necessarily sit you down and say, hey, don't say good morning or don't say anything beyond good morning. And just put your head down and start working. So people just don't know. In the interest of getting it right as close to possible, we're going to detail out this draft memorandum of understanding so that you can be clear about the service expectations that you desire. Now, this first section is called Owner Personality and Preferences. And really, you can be very specific about this. You want to be called Mr. and Mrs. Smith, or you want to be called Michael and Elizabeth, or whatever makes you feel most comfortable. You might give them the impression of why you're visiting that particular property if it's not your primary residence. Maybe something like, this is our beach home. We come here to be very casual and very relaxed, and we don't really want to have service in our home when we're there. That said, they still may want their beds made, the dishes done, um, groceries brought in, etc. So we call this stealth service. There's a little bit of management, obviously, that happens with that, but it's very doable and it happens often and you just need to spell it out and request it. There are other things like um, gifts and expectations really, truly, staff do not know what to do when the principal's birthday is coming up or when Christmas is coming up. So tell them what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. And the next section I'll call service attitude and expectations. And yes, you can demand a smiley, happy, (laughs) content look on someone's face when they enter your home. I mean, the last thing that you want to wake up to in the morning is someone with a frown on their face, serving your coffee where they plunk it down in front of your um, face. And you're then left to say, oh, gosh, do I say anything about this or not? Well, first of all, absolutely not. And second of all, that service provider, whoever it may be, chef, um, personal assistant, whoever serving the coffee should know that they are there and they are on. They are on call, they are on the clock, and that look on their face is part of their personal brand. It's part of their service. Spell it out for them if this isn't clear, if this is an issue on your property where you want just someone to take care of things and without 
pivoting or taking you you out of your own thoughts and dreams and whatever you're working on. The other thing that I think is important is when owners make requests, outline what's an acceptable answer or what's acceptable questions. A lot of times they really just want what they want. Hey, can you get me a birthday gift for my mother? She's turning 80 next week. Okay. Well, there could be a fair amount of discussion that happens that may not may or may not be appropriate about that particular request. If there's someone else to ask, if there's a gift closet with inventory, if you need to say, when do you need this? What's the price range? Purple, red, or green, you know, whatever those questions are, let them know what's acceptable and how to communicate about that. But typically, and certainly the higher level of service where there's some hierarchy involved inside of the household, the only appropriate answer to this question is, yes, I'll take care of it right away. And when that person steps away, there should be some protocol in place about how to please that homeowner, what the expectations might be around maybe uh, providing a gift that's in the low, middle, and then high range pricing wise. So those types of things can be talked about and dealt with on a broader scale at an appropriate time. But the immediate request should be fairly simple and it should be relatively understood if you do the work to set your stuff up for success. The same is true about casual conversation. I typically ask all household staff to never initiate the casual conversation. Anything beyond good morning, I hope you had a good weekend. Notice that's a statement, not a question. Write this into your memorandum of understanding and let them practice. Because the last thing that you want to do is initiate something like, what did you do this weekend? And as simple as that sounds, it's not a quick and easy answer. And there's an expectation of a reciprocal question, which was, okay, that was my weekend. Now, how was your weekend? So that type of thing is fine and it seems really benign. However, as your staff grows, you can see the problem with the chitty chatty, super friendly household staff morning (laughs) greeting. Um, The same is true about, let's talk about personal business. We all maybe have a little side gig where we're knitting doilies or (laughs) coasters and we're trying to sell those on eBay or maybe we're funding for a capital improvements project for our backyard or, or whatever it is. You need to let your staff know that it's never appropriate to ask guests, other family members, or other staff about any type of outside business endeavor, funding or ideas or otherwise. Uh, Team expectations, let's outline, outline those too. And really the gist of the staff expectations should be an attitude of how can I help you? 
Now, this means that I'm going to do my work, but at the end of my work, I'm going to pivot and I'm going to make sure everybody else is successful by the end of each day, every day, so that we can all leave and go home in a decent hour and the property is ready, the homeowner's needs are met, and everyone takes a deep breath and leaves at approximately the same amount of time each day. Let's talk about communication. Tell them the acceptable mode of communication for absolutely anything. If your staff has a question, let's say the housekeeper has more face time with the principals because that person is in the home on a daily basis when the homeowner may be there. It might be perfectly natural for the housekeeper to have a more friendly uh, relationship with the principal. However, if they have a question about time off, uh, personal um, needs, any type of clarity about the homeowner's request, that communication should always go through the house manager or the estate manager or the chief of staff. It does not go direct from the staff to the homeowner. So establish a chain of command for all types of requests and inquiries. The also you should outline cell phone expectations when you can accept a phone call and where that is acceptable to be received. Make sure that almost 100% of the time, staff members should phone should all be on silent and vibrate. And I always suggest that they never pick up a phone call or return a test, text in the face of a principal. You sh- the staff member should always step out of the room, should always step into back of house, wherever that may be, the kitchen, um, an office or whatever, so that that can be um, removed as a distraction to the homeowners. Uh, I'm big on cross-training as well. I believe that everybody on the property should be able to make a bed, sanitize a bathroom and kitchen, be able to pick up dishes and empty the dishwasher and the day-to-day, everybody should take out trash. We should never leave the property any day with trash in the trash can that might smell bad the next day. Um, Let's talk about greetings, requests, and general feedback. Again, we can regulate absolutely everything and give guidance again, which is the kindest form of setting your staff up for success. If you want your guests greeted a little bit more formally than they greet you, let them know that. Um, Also, if they have been getting any feedback, let's say they're receiving feedback on the way that they made the bed or the way that they presented breakfast that morning, Yes, you can regulate the response, which always should be, thank you for letting me know. That's really the only acceptable answer to any type of corrective feedback. Uh, Make sure that your staff understands what they're allowed to do with site photography. If they're taking pictures of the new plumbing fixtures or 
uh, irrigation leak or something to share with contractors. Let them know what's acceptable to share and what's not acceptable to share. Also, if they have guests on the property, um, pick them up that they must stay at the curb. They are not invited into the home for a tour or for any other matter. Um, This, again, comes from the point of view of these are people on your property. Again, anybody stepping onto your property should be vetted. They should be insured. They should be uh, have a non-disclosure agreement signed. And if this paperwork isn't in place, you're inviting a potential issue with new people who are allowed there who shouldn't be there in the first place. Uh, there's also, gosh, I, let's just go deep here. <laughs> let's go deep to noises, scents, and room temperature. Let's just say, and I'll include myself in this category, I can't stand to smell someone else's perfume. It's overwhelming and it's invasive to me. Can you imagine paying a housekeeper or a maintenance technician who wears too much cologne or who doesn't shower often enough? Those types of things need to be talked about and spelled out. The same is true of squeaky shoes, of clanky jewelry, or anything that's loud and calls attention to the staff. It could be a really uh, brightly colored, heavily patterned um, shirt fabric. It could be a hat with um, a logo on it. It could be anything. Remember, service is there to serve and not to gain attention in any way, shape, or form. Clothing should really be subtle and and not calling attention to yourself. Um, The same is true of tattoos, of how you have your hair pulled back, if by chance you need to step in, the staff member needs to step in at the minute, at the last minute and serve a meal, the hair should always be pulled back and be ready to do so. Uh, I would also go so far as to um, outline normal working uh, business hours, overtime, and timekeeping expectations. Everybody at a residential property with staff who get paid. Um, to be there, not cash, but a payroll system, you need a time tracking app and you need to be following state and federal guidelines for keeping those staff members um, in compliant with state and local regulations. A timekeeping app is a perfect way to do this. It will alert the staff member when they need a break, when they need lunch breaks, um, and it keeps them to the minute on any type of overtime. Uh, It also requires acceptance of that overtime so that you'll know or that your chief of staff or estate manager will know exactly when overtime kicks in and you're paying accordingly. Let's also outline um, sick days, personal days off. If someone is not feeling well, tell them to stay home. 
But that day and every day that they stay home, they should let you know by, let's say, 7 a.m. or whatever the time is suitable to you so that every day you know who's coming to work, who's not coming to work. If they're not at work, you know to worry. Um, But the expectation is you can't just go back to sleep. You have to text someone and put the chain of command on this piece of paper, on this agreement, so that they know what to do, when to do it, and who to contact. Um, I think that's really the gist of this document. We do sell, estate management systems sells house manual templates. And this is one of 84 documents that are kind of critical pieces to outlining absolutely everything related to house management, private service, If your house management is on the informal side, I do have a smaller package called the starter kit with just a few detailed uh, house manual templates to get you started. Uh, Please check out our website so that you've got the documents that you can download very quickly edit them for your specifications so that you can absolutely set everybody up on your team with the utmost success and respect for giving them the information that will please you. That's what we have this week. Thank you for listening to the Dear Billionaire podcast. Please check our show notes, find us on social media, and sign up for emails to receive promotions and notifications from Estate Management Systems about our house management systems and services. We also have a YouTube channel with past contents that may be of interest to you. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast and to our YouTube channel to receive notices of our weekly topics. And lastly, I want to thank Leonie Lawrence Van Sandwich. She is my editor, virtual assistant, and all-around smart woman that keeps things on track around here. And to the brilliant Paige Ray Creative for all of my brand development for all of my products and services. Thank you for listening.